last time on Join the Party. On the other end of the time loop, the LT3 regroup and meet with John Paul at Juice! John Paul laid out everything he knew about Gutenberg, who was the guy helping him on the other side of the dark web, including Gutenberg's personal website, gutenberg.org com. But what used to be a sparse informational page was now a single video of Gutenberg addressing and mocking the powered team. Gutenberg boasted that he was responsible for the one-up mushrooms flooding out onto the market and declared that he hated Dr. Morrow ever since he met her as an intern at Morrowcorp, where she didn't care about him at all and he felt like Dr. Morrow was doing a bad job, whatever that means. He told everyone to watch their back and to just do better and menacingly alluded to Multitool needing a job to support both her and Tegan. The plot thickens in Lake Town City, but we may be in deep water in New York City as well. Let's get the party started. In the comic book of Join the Party Campaign 2, you know, I think it's time that we get, like, a different artist in, maybe a different writer, just kind of, like, shaking up what's happening here. It's like, when the superheroes are done superheroing, what else is there? We're leaving it on a real existential cliffhanger. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Multitool has always been like this and is always <laughs> like this. That's what Dude. I say. The amount of wiggling you were doing while you were describing that is how you were. It's true. Imagine I'm I'm doing a shimmy while I'm saying that. Well, I think that we can follow Tegan Murphy as Tegan gets on the light rail. I feel like in every panel, Tegan is at a different part of the light rail. Tegan is buying a ticket. Tegan is getting on the train, finding the right seat, putting in AirPods to listen to their new favorite podcast, Join the Party Campaign One. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tegan really loves Captain Alex. That's canon. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as Tegan rides in, and I think like the 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 color that maybe that we're using uh, has changed. Like I feel like there's a lot of brilliant primary colors, and it's very bright in Lake Town City. But now like it's gritty and it's a little less saturated because we're we're back in New York City, baby. We are following Tegan as they go back to their job at Average Bear. We turn the page, and now we're looking at one of those nondescript skyscrapers that, like, you go to the 12th floor, and they are like, there's, like, a diamond business, and you go to the 14th floor, and someone's selling, like, really, really nice Ottomans. <laughs> and then the 16th floor is the offices of Average Bear, the media company slash online newspaper slash wonderful internet startup in the world of join the party truly a one-stop shop there at that office building <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff in there it's there's a home depot on the first floor <laughs> have they ever collabed on a diamond studded ottoman no i don't think you can acknowledge that other people are in the building no <laughs> it's like no no this is this is where i work i don't make eye contact with anyone else in the building i don't know what you're talking about i feel like you know like behind the secretary is like a big neon sign of average bear capital a capital b and then like a cartoon bear paw print cute i'm picturing a high school 
mascot like situation for some reason. But like you know that they spent way too much money on the graphic design for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that went through like ten rounds of edits. I'm just realizing that it shortens to ab. In the style guide for Average Bear, they say, do not shorten it to ab. <laughs> that is confusing. <laughs> capital A, capital B, always. And I think we turn the page and we get some illustrations of some worker key cards that are artistically strewn out on a table. And the first is Juniper J. Johnson Jones, assistant to the CEO. Who Who's that? I mean, if you... Just look at my email signature. I put the to the in like eight point font. So it kind of looks like I'm assistant CEO, which I basically am when you think about it. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, who's that? Amanda, who are you playing? Hey, I am playing uh, June Johnson Jones, and she is assistant to the CEO. She sits right outside the CEO's office, makes the schedule, keeps the books, knows way too much about what's happening in her boss's both personal and professional lives. And when you, really master someone else's schedule and like anticipating their demands, you know, and just like needing to make sure that only good stuff crosses their desk. I think it makes a lot of sense if you're a, a rogue. So that's that's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is your subclass? I'm mastermind subclass. <laughs> and, of course. <laughs> uh, very good at uh, lots of rogue related stuff. Can sort of like copy other people's handwriting or speech patterns if I have to impersonate, you know, somebody's uh, guardian on the phone to their school to excuse their absence because they're actually interviewing for an internship. I can and have done that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Below that, in the image of the key cards, we see a uh, Rosemary Gold beat reporter. Now, who's, th- who's that in, a- in our party? That would be me. I'm Rosemary Rose Gold, and um, I am the beat reporter. Anything from, like, the latest fashion trends to what's going on with TikTok to every restaurant in the tri-state area that needs to close immediately, that's my beat. You've ruined so many families in Connecticut's livelihood. There's no other reason that they should have any other pizzerias except Pepe's. And all the chains, they're all terrible. You have to go to the original in New Haven. You just have to. I don't know if you could tell, but that's our good friend, Julia. Julia, what class is Rose? Rose is a College of Lore bard. I finally convinced Eric to let someone play a bard on his podcast. Hooray! (laughs) And she is just kind of like a jack of all trades, you know, she's very charismatic, very persuasive, and uh, can either lift you up or cut you down with her words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid, as the dungeon master, you've made me, you've made me afraid. Yeah. I, I went from zero fear, and then it was Rosemary Gold, and now I'm one fear. <laughs> good, good. And finally... Uh, it doesn't even look like there is, in fact, a photo. Maybe it's just a blank wall. I don't know. There's some Todd White cross-platform manager. Hello, this is Todd White. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I am, in fact, in the photo. If you look closely, you will see my outline of, of my face. Oh, yeah. Your shirt and your skin is the same color as the wall behind you? Yeah. I don't know how you did that. Yes, that is intentional. It's, it's called fashion. <laughs> it's not no it's not Brandon what is Todd White's class because I'm so excited about this Todd White is a warlock he is a book of the tome warlock and his tome is the corporate handbook uh, yeah. <laughs> of average bear 
Incredible. I think we decided that although you are doing a great old one pact, we said that this was the pact of the manager. It's the pact of the CEO. Yeah. Like he, I picked the great old one because in the text it said something akin to like, the great old one may not even realize that you are (laughs) dedicated to them as a patron. (laughs) And that makes sense as a middle manager, the most Mm -hmm. middlest of most managers to the CEO. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Brandon, what does a cross-platform do as a department in Average Bear? We'll see. If you uh, if you look at all the cross-platform stuff, it's, it's, you know, it's a cross-platform, and you go from platform A to platform B, and then you go to cross-platform. Oh, great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, we as our entanglements here, I want to do something a little bit different as we explore what is going on at Average Bear back in NYC. And we have uh, three, uh, a level three characters as our party here. And let's, hey, look, why don't we just see, let's see what's going on in our everyone's favorite media company that definitely nothing, uh, nothing's happening there. Wow. That's yeah. just an average day at a media company, you know. <laughs> no. It's an average, average bear day. Mm-hmm. Day. Average, average bear day, day, day. Nailed it. <laughs> I feel like Wednesdays are sort of like there's something cool that goes on on Wednesdays because it's like the most average day of the week. And that's sort of like Average Bear's whole thing is like playing off the average, even though they're quite exceptional, you know? Is it Bagel Wednesday, but the bagels are just average? Mm, I don't know if we're allowed to do that in New York City. I think they're all... (laughs) It's above average. No bad bagel in New York. Above average Wednesday. Absolutely. Cool. Well, how about I, I tell you a little bit about what's been going on, friends? As you've all been, you know, living your lives, seeing star reporter Tegan Murphy out on assignments in Lake Town City, reporting on all the supers out there. Uh, you know, y'all are just kind of living your lives. I mean, there there really isn't as much of a superhero contingency in New York City. Yeah, some people are running around saying that they're the new Daredevil or Batman, calling themselves Devil Man and Batman. Devil. That devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither of them are original. Dare Man. No. <laughs> dare Man's different. That, that was a villain who makes you play truth or dare and embarrasses yourself. I do like Dare Man, though. Very popular on the TikTok. It's actually a label in my inbox where there are some men who just write in and just like dare us to do different things. And I just, I send the word dare literally to Travis. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I like that a lot. Well, here's what's been happening in your lives. Average Bear has gotten a very large investment from a VC company, Venture Capital, because media is uh, inherently non-profitable, unfortunately, under capitalism. Hmm. So sometimes you need uh, large amounts of money to keep your, your big thing going, even though it's incredibly important to have, you know, newspapers and media companies and stuff like that. Some of the VCs literally all they want is just to like come in for our free bagels and danishes and like here is the here's the trick. They're from Bagel Boss. I just put them on a china plate. That is all <laughs> it takes literally for these people to just give you millions of dollars. You know what the messed up thing is as well? Like they're rich. They could just buy their own bagels. Why do they need their money is going towards these bagels. They're not free. You know what, Rose? They need a young woman in heels to bring it to them. That is how it works. Junebug, you are so right. <laughs> June, did you did you put the egg bagels in a separate bag for me this time? Um, have you responded to any of the multiple email chains where you should in fact owe deliverables but are never in fact going to deliver jack shit to me, Todd? No, I have not. That is a fair that is a fair assessment of what, of the situation. Thank you for recognizing my place in this company. Your bagels on your desk, that was just a test of dominance and you passed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we just change to these characters from now on? This is great. <laughs> I mean, apparently, that, that sounds great. Now I have two fears. <laughs> now it is Rose and June. So the, the VC company that has invested heavily in Average Bear is called Movable Type Capital. It's a good name. Genuinely good name. Yeah, mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brandon. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, strike it, strike it from the episode so we can make a company called that later. <laughs> yeah, movable type. Um, Rose and Todd have kind of worked in media for a little while, and I mean, June knows everything, so you would know this anyway. VC companies, they invest in lots of stuff, and then they come and they introduce themselves with, again, some bad bagel spread, and they shake everyone's hands and say nothing is going to change, uh, and then inevitably things change. But they actually, uh, nothing's really happened over the last few weeks. I would love to ask each of you in your respective places, uh, working with the CEO, with all the writers and with all the managers, what's kind of the vibe from each of you of what's been going on with movable type? You know, usually when there's a new VC company or there's like a new corporate sponsor or if we're doing a collab or if like Anna Wintour realizes that she really needs to get onto new media. Um, <laughs> There's all kinds of meetings. There's like, oh, you know, in three months we'll have this check-in. We'll have, you know, a a nice client dinner three months after that when they're realizing that they're not going to make any money from this investment, but it's really just a portfolio piece. But there have been nothing put on the calendar for the future. I wasn't invited to a lot of these meetings, and normally I'd take notes or else nobody would realize what was going on because they get day drunk on mimosas. Um, And that has not happened. And uh, it's just, it's strange. Some of the things that I would normally be booking for Q4, they're telling me to wait, and I don't really know why. Sure. Hey, June, why don't you make an investigation check for me? First roll, new character. Uh, That's an 8 plus 7 for a 15. 8 plus 7? Sure is. One of my proficiencies, baby. Gee gee whiz. This is is Mastermind Rogues. It's looking at the stuff in front of you and being like, hmm, let me surely figure out what that's going to mean. That is a dangerous expertise. Yeah, with a 15, exactly. Um, I just want to introduce you to your CEO. Your CEO, his name is uh, Scottsdale Silverleaf, but you call him Scott. Is he a giant Cthulhu-type monster in the lives of the sky, or is that just... I no, that up. no, no, no. Okay. He's actually just kind of a white guy. <laughs> Honestly, it's even worse to realize that he's mediocre than if I realized he was bad. You know, <laughs> just getting there and you're like, literally a team could do this job and probably do it better. That's the thing is that Scott's was a reporter for a while. He was working as a crime reporter in Baltimore, and then he got fired from that because it turns out he was plagiarizing his own work. Uh, and then he got into <laughs> blogging, and oops, whoops, now he's the CEO of Average Bear in 2020X. <laughs> Hashtag fail upward. Yeah. So, good reporter, bad management skills. If I could follow along our CEO, Scott's trajectory in my career, that would be wonderful, but I'm trying to work my way up the ladder, but it's not quite, it hasn't quite, quite I can't quite fail up yet. Tragically, Todd, I think you just might. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, yeah, Todd, tell me, what do the managers think about the new VC funding? Well, sir, it's not really my job to like question the higher ups from what they're doing. They have their, they know what they're doing. They have their roles. They have the money. They know what they're, they know what's better for the company. So it's really just on me to take what they tell me and to put it out on my employees. And then we, every year we get a 3% growth and then it everything's fine. Incredible. Make an insight check for me. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Julia's fully crying. It's the handwork. You can't see the handwork, but it's very tuna esque. Yeah. Like it's the it's Brandon's like really doing a, a PowerPoint presentation even though the projector broke. And just like <laughs> trying to make up for it. Yeah. I got a six. 
Great. Uh, yeah, listen. <laughs> Those Brandon roles. You, you've worked in a bunch of places that got in VC stuff and then everyone got laid off, but like you were fine. Of course. Like managers usually stick around and like everyone below you gets laid off and you're like, whatever, man. You'll be fine. I am the one that does the 3% growth. Everything I do comes to funnels up towards me. I am the responsible. I am responsible for everyone below me. So I am the one that makes the money for the company. As long as I take the directors from down below into the middle, it wears out. So it's like it spreads out across everybody and everybody trickle downs. How did you read my notes? How did you how did you get my notes? <laughs> it's really that inflation is Todd's job security, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Rose, how are all the uh, content creators, both like the people who are still making, you know, quizzes and lists and the people who are doing hard journalism? Uh, what, what's your vibe? We are quietly updating resumes. We are pitching like stories that we don't think our managers would want us to pitch because we want to get the like hard, hard, like, you know, growing the portfolio so that when we inevitably get fired, because that's what always happens with these VC places. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm -hmm. We can at least, you know, smooth our way into with that tweet being like, hey. Unfortunately, it was my last day at Average Bear today, and I am grateful for the opportunities. But if anyone has any leads, let me know. That kind of stuff. No, absolutely. Uh, why don't you make just a, a flat charisma check for me? Cool. Ooh, 15 plus 3 for an 18. Wonderful. You have heard around, and I think you've been hit up by this as well, a bunch of reporters who are reporting on media for Daily Bugle Online have been kind of just like asking a bunch of uh, content creators around Average Bear if they want to go on the record about what the vibe is. Hmm. Interesting. And I think that you also have an email from like rumors at dailybugleonline.com being like, Hey, Rose, long time no talk. If there's anything going on, you know, I'm always here for you. Always willing to uh, get a quote from one of my favorite writers. Loved how you shut down that terrible chain of pizza places that had the same exact decor as that Lake Town City spot. I know that was uh, very brave of me. <laughs> <laughs> get Peter Parker on the line, like sarcasm, LOL, after, like afterwards, <laughs> and then maybe we'll talk. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. On Friday, you all get a company-wide email saying that there's going to be an open bar at the bar in the Chartreuse Hotel. Uh, it is open from 1 to 4, and it is being put on by Movable Type Capital to reward all of you for the good work and to kind of answer some questions that people have had. So that Sunday, uh, you can go on over to the bar at the Chartreuse and on their dime, drink it up. Immediately when that email gets sent, Junebug gets like 10 messages in a row on Slack being like, June, June, Junebug, what time can we actually get there? What time does the bar actually open? Please and thank you. <laughs> I was not involved in planning this. I feel like one to four is the worst possible window to have an event on a brunch day. But um, in any case, I am going to have to be there half an hour early with a corporate credit card. So get there at like 25 of and uh, we can get our, our shots in. Thank you, Junebug. We might even have like an inner circle, you know, DM that just like the people who I want to know about like leftover food on the floor first. Mm -hmm. That's my mm -hmm. inner circle. Yeah. There's another assistant to the CFO. The CFO's name is Carlisle Carlisle. <laughs> How is that spelled? Explain it to me, please. C-A-R-L-Y-L-E. And then again. <laughs> okay. 
I thought maybe it was two different spellings of Carlisle. No, it's exactly very the same. Uh, that's the CFO. And then the assistant to Carlisle, Carlisle, is uh, Maisie Charlton Lee, who is a uh, uh, an Asian woman who has uh, very sick glasses. Carlisle, Carlisle, also just a white dude. Yeah, Carlisle, Carlisle. <laughs> he's, also, he's also just a white dude. But, okay. you know, he has blonde hair and Scottsdale has uh, brown hair. Okay, cool. That's how you can tell him fart. They once used the word diversity to refer to that, and I was like, nope. It was like hair color <laughs> diversity, yep. Woo! Nope. Yeah. Um, Eric, does this bar serve, like, 36 different kinds of chartreuse? Uh, yeah, that's why they call it chartreuse. Oh, beautiful. It's, the bar is called chartreuse chartreuse at the Hotel Chartreuse. <laughs> Rose immediately goes, the last word is not going to be the last word. It is going to be my first and only drink of that night, and then we're just going to keep having those over and over and over again. Fair. Is there anything you guys want to do before you go to the uh, open bar? You say that like Rose wasn't already at brunch. <laughs> okay, so Rose was at brunch. Does anyone else want to take in the area? Does anyone else uh, want to do anything before? Um, you don't really ever know what Todd has done before or after any moment in which you see him. So sure, truly horrifying. <laughs> Todd was just standing in a in a blank room with like maybe there was a water fountain in it <laughs> at any time before he was doing what he was doing. You kind of just assume he's sort of like in a weird kind of stasis between work hours. He's yeah. a pod, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, June was doing a kickboxing class near the office. And it would be more efficient to just change at the office versus going home to change before the event. So she's going to go back up to her desk. Somehow she has like an entire H&M wardrobe just like in her desk um, and pull out something suitable. But I am just going to kind of cast around in my boss's office, like poke my head in under the pretense of making sure that like he brought his corporate card. And I just want to take a look at the desk or like his planner or see if anything in between Friday morning when I set him up and now uh, has been changed, particularly for the words movable type or MTVC. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, I think that when you go back and you, you're going to go poke around in Scott's office, which, you know, it, it, he has an open door policy, but it's really uh, only open to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, people should not go in when his door is not open. His door is open. Mine is closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if that's possible. That's a good I'm line. I'm pole to the door of the company. You know what I mean? Oh, got it. Got it. Metaphorically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you head up there, I think, at noon before on Sunday, and uh, the door is closed. So. Hmm. Can I lay my ear to it before trying the handle? <laughs> sure. Why don't you make a perception check for me? 12 plus 3, also 15. 15. There are voices inside. I think you can hear the muffled sound of Scott's transatlantic Exeter uh, private school upbringing. Uh, but you also hear a, uh, like a few different other voices that I guess are like, it sounds low quality almost. Like, you're, you're hearing a bunch of people talk on a speakerphone. Sure. Oh, what to do? Um, June is going to grab her clothes, go change in the bathroom, not leave anything at the desk, like, not give the impression that I was ever there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just going to wait in the bathroom until, like, 12.25, like, the latest I can leave to still get there to put my card down for the bar tab and just wait to see if I hear anybody passing by the bathroom to go to the door. Great. Yeah, I think that as you're wait, you're waiting in there, you hear uh, three people walk by the bathrooms uh, and are heading out of the office. I'm gonna walk out with my bag over my shoulder. 
Oh my god, sorry, I didn't expect anybody to be here. I was changing after my workout. Hey. As you, you look out, you see that there are three people wearing, like, very, very nice-looking jeans and sweatshirts. Like, the sweatshirts are so new, and, like, they're made out of a material that you shouldn't make sweatshirts out of. Mm -hmm. Like, who made a silk sweatshirt with, yeah. like, a cowl neck on it? Yeah. It's all, like cream colored or like wheat sweatshirts and like incredibly incredibly sharp uh, and crunchy denim jeans and like th that one sneaker that apparently everyone thinks is a rich person sneaker that mm -hmm. like also looks like a moon rock a little bit yep. mm. they're like moon rock sneakers yeah and the three people you see are all kind of like in their in their late 30s to 50s uh, they all have like very nice looking skin, maybe pulled pretty taut across their faces. Uh, there is one tall white man, uh, one slightly shorter South Asian man, and uh, one very short black woman. Hi, I'm I'm June. Sorry, I'm I'm Scott's assistant. Oh, uh, the the South Asian man uh, holds his hand out and be like, Archie Valamont. I'm senior. I'm senior partner at movable type capital. I didn't get a chance to meet everyone. It is so nice to meet you. June. June. Yeah. And he he grabs your hand and shakes firmly, but June? confidently. June has an extraordinary handshake. I can only imagine. Can I roll intimidation with my handshake, please? Absolutely. A 13 plus 4 for a 17. Dang. <laughs> Let's see. Let me roll for intimidation with my handshake. Oh, I rolled. I did roll an eighteen. Oh, unfortunately, so he, that's okay. That's also a power move because um, men don't like to know that your handshake is stronger than theirs. So you just sometimes have to like <laughs> step it back a little bit. Like in the elevator, if I'm taller than somebody, I will slouch a little bit just because sometimes on the off chance that you know they um, find that a power move, like it is actually a power move to like make your own power move. So <laughs> thank you, June, for telling me how the role was actually good for you. That's <laughs> managing upward. <laughs> and RG says, "Well, you know, we have to take. We're gonna have to go. We need a." Uh, take uh, head out to the the chartreuse, chartreuse. But uh, well, I will catch you later. Make sure. Did you put a question in in the in the Q and A that we're gonna do later? Oh, I'm actually moderating the Q and A, um, but I'm I'm going with you, so I'll, I'll walk you down. I have the corporate card, so you know. Make a deception check because you are a hundred percent not moderating uh, the Q and A. Eighteen. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> moderating the Q and A. Our Congratulations on your role. I did not. Uh, it's what, that's so nice. Thank you for moderating the Q and A. I hope that that doesn't keep you from uh, having fun uh, on our dime. And all three of them uh, all laugh together. Is it in sync? Like oddly in sync? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all laugh at the same time. That's mm. creepy as fuck. All right. I'm gonna laugh along, and I just want to shake the other two partners' hands as well. Are, are they all partners in the firm? Uh, yes, the black woman and the white man all sh uh, both shake your hand and say, you and RG says, you're going to get a chance to meet them later where they're all uh, senior partners. There. They're, they're going to be there during the during the Q&A. Don't worry. Great. Let's get in the elevator. I'm going to like not let them go ahead of me. I'm going to usher them down. That's true. From their office, Scott says, June, June, leave him alone. D down, down, heel. <laughs> it, it's a fun game we play where he thinks he can tell me what to do. Okay, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You can go. Just go with them, but leave them alone. Okay, Scott. <laughs> yeah. You head uh, down to the elevator and head to Chartreuse for a truce. Yeah, I just want to make a little small talk, like put them at ease. We don't have to, you know, go through it. But. Yeah, be like, uh, so how do you like New York? 
Oh, I am. Um, I've lived here all my life. How do you how do you like it? Are you guys based here? Are you based in out west? I sense a, a glow about you. So maybe not in this concrete jungle. All three of them smile and say, oh, you know, we're all from and Archie says, oh, you know, we're all from around everywhere. Oh, OK. That's unspecific. Do you slouch down at all in the elevator? I think everybody is firmly taller than me. June is like five, two in sneakers. Perfect. Wonderful. And then, like, no other meaningful small talk happens. They just smile and then, like, it's silent in the elevator. (laughs) I'm getting hives just thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Like power clashing, there is such a thing as power silence where refusing to fill the silence is really a power move of its own, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if you feel anxious to fill the silence, and it's like you're not winning the silence. Right, of course. <laughs> so yeah, you follow them, and you guys walk the few blocks over to the Hotel Chartreuse and the Bar Chartreuse Chartreuse, and like it's already on. Rose and Todd, you guys are already there, and all of your coworkers are there. It is fully and truly an open bar. Some of your coworkers are already taking shots, even though it is uh, 1.05 p.m. on a Sunday, and I think that there's like you know, the low hum of indie music being played through the Spotify playlist at the Chartreuse Chartreuse. Everything is like, you know, like fake nice in there. Like it could be leather, but it's fake leather. Like this could be real wood, but then you touch it and it's like, oh, this isn't real wood. And like, there isn't really anything anywhere nice to sit, uh, but there is like an outdoor patio area. It's big enough that you can find a place to talk to someone about business deals or celebrity sightings. Or whatever you do at a hotel bar. But it is firmly open, and all of your coworkers are bopping around. I think Rose immediately, like, grabs a shot and brings it over to June. And is like, Junebug, you are late, which is, like, not like you at all. What happened? Uh, yeah, I got waylaid by the VC people coming out of Scott's office. Um, and it was a little bit creepy. They... The lead dude kind of spoke for all of them, which I never like. And I just don't really know what their deal is. Also, they're paying for this. I thought we were paying for this. It's just a, it's not bad, but it's like, whoa, no one told me. And that's very unusual. Well, like their money is our money, right? (laughs) Like they are giving us money to buy them drinks. That's how they always do it with the bagels and whatever. That's really true. That's really like a metaphor when you think about it. It is. Listen, I know it's not really my place. May I give you a content idea, Rose? I know you're. I know it's a Sunday. I know you're off. Oh my God, June! You know I love when you give me content ideas. What if you use like different situations of like buying people drinks or having drinks bought for you as like an explanation of different monetary systems? Because honestly, that's really a metaphor for capitalism when you think about it. I really like that. I am going to pitch it to Taylor and see what they say. But I think that would be a really good idea. As soon as the VCs walk in, Todd makes a beeline over to the closest one, which I assume is Archie, who's leading. Because it's slightly louder in the bar, Todd says, Hello, my name is Todd. I would like to buy you a drink. (laughs) Archie uh, shakes your hand firmly and says, Haha, we're already doing that for you. I, this is a gesture, I guess this is a gesture of appreciation for the hard work you put into us. It's like you probably, but I've refused your gift and I give you a gift and it's like a thing that we refuse each other and then it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and then uh, here's Budweiser and I hand him my Budweiser. Incredible. <laughs> the one you've already drank. Uh-huh. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, you feel a firm hand on your shoulder 
and you look back and it is in fact the CFO Carlisle Carlisle who has like real Chuck Bass vibes mm. like it feels like a British person is doing an American accent <laughs> but this, this person is firmly American and like he's always wearing velvet and he says uh, Todd please stop talking to the VC people and I have uh, I have an errand I need you to run come with me Yes, sir. I will. I will walk with you. Carlisle, Carlisle pulls you over to an overstuffed uh, leather chair that he sits down in. <laughs> <laughs> Todd tries to like find a place to get comfortable. Sort of like tries to sit on the, the arm for a second, and then like lean into a corner. It doesn't quite work, so he just kind of like stands directly in front of Carlisle. <laughs> sure. Todd, you've always been someone that we can rely on. And Thank you, sir. That means a lot to hear. Of course, I'm no one if I don't give. Everyone compliments. That's what your I face. My employees too. Fine. Okay. So what I what I really I need you to, uh, you know, I'm looking around and I don't see everyone here who I was expecting to see. Uh, can you check in on the status of uh, Tegan Murphy for me? Uh, they are not under my jurisdiction, but I can definitely put myself in. No, no, I understand that. But you know, if you're doing something on a weekend, you know, all of the rules don't. Uh, really apply and I think it would look bad if our uh, if the our friends from movable type didn't see uh, our star reporter here at our, our the average bear uh, Sunday brunch open bar retreat can you do that for me Todd sir I understand the conundrum that you are under and I will take it upon myself to fix this conundrum for you Todd I've always known and no matter what everyone says about how you're kind of just like useless scum that floats around <laughs> on top on top of a pond from place to place like an errant lily pad in the wind. I've never said that about you. <laughs> oh my god. Todd, and I want you to know how important it is that you do this. And I'm, it might spell uh, your fortunes might change. Like the wind pushing you, pond scum, across the pond. <laughs> your, your pond scum, Todd. Eric, can I cast the cantrip friends on this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Todd has a, you might say, magical ability for the higher-ups to suddenly realize how charismatic and friendly he is. Sure. <laughs> so I want to roll a charisma check and try to charm the pants off Carlisle as I uh, agree to his terms. Is it that sort of ineffable, you remind me of me, like an executive to like any any like white dude? Other white dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's great. Oh, you just have advantage on all charisma checks. Yeah, I have advantage on charisma checks. So I want to roll a charisma check as I reach to shake Carlisle's hand. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I rolled a six and a seven. Oh my God, great. Brandon. Plus, oh. what do I have for charisma? Three. So ten. So Todd reaches out his hand and says, "Yes, sir. I will do. I will do this, sir. Just don't mess. Don't mess this up, Todd. I will never mess anything up, Todd. My name's Todd. Okay. If you want to call, if you want to call me Tim, you can call me Tim. It's fine. <laughs> so my feet is observant. Yeah. So I am quick to notice details in my environment. I can see when a person or creature's mouth is speaking and I can interpret their words by reading their lips. Mm -hmm. So I am going to look across the party and just see if anyone is mentioning Tegan, anyone is mentioning like 
late or like where are they or whatever it is you know yeah i think that that's definitely fair i think that a few people are like yeah well we're all here and it's nice that this is all free but like tegan's not here that's that's wild tegan's uh trademark teal blue leather jacket is nowhere to be seen and i think some people are talking about it yeah everyone's just mentioning like where is tegan that's odd kind of thing yeah i think that like tegan is definitely the star reporter at this place you know it's for some reason just from the beat that they have because they're on the superhero beats they're like wow they have such a cool job and everyone's like promoting their stuff and i love their profile that they just released and it's wild that tegan's not here i thought we were all supposed to be here like, I thought Lake Town City, you can just pop over on the light rail and you'd be here by now. Interesting. Well, classic Tegan, you know, they go to a new city and then they're too good for the rest of us. <laughs> you know. I think in myself, I'm just jealous that I don't have a signature look. And really, I think that's a pretty big failing for me and my profession at this point. But why get locked down into one look, you know? Like, I look great in this blue and black leopard print skirt and i'm gonna change it out for something that's strawberry pattern tomorrow i think it works for you i just really respect the confidence of you don't have to notice anything about my physical form except that it's me you know what i mean no (laughs) okay that's all right and we cheers another shot (laughs) oh my god that was wonderful (laughs) yeah so that's what you see (laughs) todd that's what you see (laughs) So if anyone is curious, that is how uh, the observant feat is how Todd keeps tabs on his employees. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, everyone, like their other characters, are variant humans, so everyone has a feat. Yes. Todd also has this thing called awakened mind, which means I can, quote-unquote, telepathically speak to any creature I see within 30 feet. But what that means is that Todd has a very good manager stare. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Todd's going to look over at June and Rose and just stare at them until they notice. Todd's doing that thing again. June, June, make him stop. Make him stop, June. I'm not going to look at him. not going to make eye contact with him again. Very deliberately, June, like, sets down her shot glass, like, fixes her uh, romper, like, you know, makes sure that the jumpsuit's all (laughs) in place. And then, just without looking, like, crooks a finger over her shoulder at Todd toward herself to, like, summon him over. (laughs) And Todd shuffles over. That is one of Todd's uh, warlock evocations. Todd can't just, like, fucking do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Todd's going to say... Do I need your help? What is it? Mm, Carlisle has asked me to find Deacon, and I don't know where to look. I am. They are not in my vertical. I don't know if they're outside of your vertical. I don't. I don't think they're in either of my verticals. But uh, everything is your vertical, it seems like. But everything is also my vertical. But also, it's not my vertical. Um, Rose. I can just text them. That would be lovely. Thank you. Do that, but um, Todd, Carlisle asked you specifically to find where Tegan is, or like everyone who's late. Tegan specifically, and to be clear, I am going to take credit for this. <laughs> for oh, finding Todd. Tegan? Sure, Todd, you can take credit for that. Thank you, thank you. Todd, you know that creepy thing you do where you just, like, watch other people talk and then respond to their conversations as if you were in them from the beginning? Yes, I do. Um, can, we, can we just do a little trade here? Uh, you can have that, that Tegan credit from Rose and me, um, you know, clear and, and fair. Um, can you look out for anyone talking about like bankruptcy or danger particularly the VC people they're the ones whose skin look good mm, yes I can yes I can do that okay just like give me give me your little stare whenever you see that happen okay like this yeah Todd <laughs> yeah and I return it unblinking <laughs> terrifying 
Rose is making a big deal about having to text Tegan because they'd be like, I really haven't texted them like since we broke up. But like it, when she opens her phone up, it's just walls of text. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of your co-writers next to you, who's a, a white woman with very frizzy red hair, whose name is Khaleesi Sanders, who was named Khaleesi uh, because their parents liked when uh, the Game of Thrones novels came out. And that's how it all fits. Mm-hmm. It, uh, they say, Rose, please don't text them again. Please don't. I'm doing it for Todd. Stop it, Khaleesi. You take that dragonborn energy and you go somewhere else, okay? That's not even that's not even what happened in the novels. Okay. No one cares. Rose, I think you might be self-destructing a little bit. Let me text them. I, I have the I have the pretense. You know, save up your social capital for when you like really have a late night situation. I always have a late night situation. Oh, okay. terrible. It, I we're hate still this. I hate it. <laughs> There's booze. This is why we need a union. So that we don't have to talk about things like this on a Sunday. Every worker under middle management like raises their glass suddenly, like, yes. Yeah, everyone's like, can we can we just do this? I'm instead? down if you're down. Like, yeah. June is just gonna text Tegan real quick uh, and be like, hey, um, hey, higher ups are asking about you specifically for some reason, question mark, question mark. Um are you planning to come? Know that I have your back if you are. Tegan says, Yeah, I'm on the train. It got held, it got held up. There was a cow in on the tracks. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, but like, tell them no. Tell them I'm not coming. Tell them I'm not coming. I literally don't think I could do that and leave here with a job. Why is someone asking you about where I'm at? You know, all the shit rolls downhill directly onto my desk, right? Yeah, I know. That's a good point. That's a good point. No, tell them I'm just running late. It's fine. Obvi, I want to see you too, and I'll make sure I put some drinks on the bar tab for you. Uh, yeah, no, I'll try to, I'll try together. I'm just running late. I'll end with a, a little react heart and pass on the information to Todd and Rose. Mm. A heart so so uh, personal. It's a friendship heart, Rose. We've been over this. I just feel like the thumbs up. It seems a little bit more your speed, June. That's all I'm saying. It's cold, and like as a person who is cold, I have to make sure that I sort of overcorrect for kindness. We know this about each other. Mm, mm. That is what I also do about my text messages. Just all thumbs up. Yeah, that tracks, Todd. <laughs> Khaleesi says, Todd, I'm not paid enough to talk to you on a Sunday. Please go away. <laughs> you can tell Carlisle that they're on their way, okay? Okay, do we have an ETA? Did they give you an ETA? No. Okay. It's a power move, and ETA makes you weak. Uh, I'm going to make up an ETA. Go with God, Todd. <laughs> Thank you. This has been a wonderful interaction, and I and I look forward to our future interactions in the office workplace. Okay. And Todd turns around and shuffles over back over to the like armchair area. Great. Did you say that he was drinking a Bud Light before? Oh my That's god, a Budweiser. Thank you very much. Todd drinks a one Budweiser. Drink. <laughs> oh my god, is it retro or is it like ahead of the curve? It's hard to tell. With he was drinking it in 1932, and now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how old Todd is? Older than the company. Todd's also a vampire. <laughs> Surprise reveal. You bring that information back to Carlisle. Basically, Todd's just going to walk over to Carlisle and say, Tika's on their way, probably 25 minutes at maximum. 25 minutes. Wonderful. Do you want to make... Uh... Yeah, make a deception check for me. Because that's a lie. That's blatantly a lie. Yes. Luckily, your boy Todd has a plus five to deception. All right, let's see what happens. (laughs) 
That one. No, three plus five for eight. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. What is wrong Good with these dice today? Carlisle looks at you like hard in the eyes and says, are you sure, Todd? Rose and I are just watching this go down. <laughs> Tipping our drinks. Yeah. How embarrassing. So with friends, you have you get advantage on charisma checks. So did that count as a charisma check? Was it wasn't a decep- deception? Isn't deception charisma? Rando? Yeah. Oh, Brandon, re-roll that bad boy. Yeah. So you still have friends on on Carlisle, oh, so you get advantage. Oh, let's re-roll that bad boy then. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, Carlisle got a sixteen on insight to, on you. So you gotta beat in, you have to beat a sixteen. That, that's a fourteen, didn't do it. Um <laughs> Great. Bummer. I'm gonna have yeah. to No, you know what? I think uh Rose from over across the room goes. Todd, I believe in you, I guess, and gives you a bardic inspiration. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. <laughs> what is that, a D4? It's a D6. D6? Oh, bards. Eric, they're breaking your game. I know. Why would the bards do that for me? What does Chad say? That's a five. So Yay! that's a 19. Wonderful. All right. What I love about this is that you're blatantly lying and like he'll just find out in 30 minutes if you're lying or not. Well, Eric, this is what mental management is about. They give you results. It doesn't matter if the results are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that Carlisle says the same thing. is like, are you sure, Todd? Uh, yes, sir. I am sure. All right. Thank you. Maybe, uh, maybe you're not pond scum. Maybe you're like one of those... Rat, one of those frogs that are jump on top of the pot scum. Thank you, sir. I, I used to have an amphibian when I was a child, and I took good, good care of it. And their name was Henry, and I took care of them. I found them in the lake, and then, thank you, sir. This has been a wonderful uh, uh, interaction. Is the word you're looking for? Mutual Tom. interaction of trust and in, in me, and I look forward to. Uh, Carlisle walks away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one of the better outcomes possible. Incredible. Future interactions of trust within the office space. Incredible. <laughs> Hey, is Eric. I want to take a second to talk about ice cream. Ice cream is delicious. It's a wonderful cold treat. Whether we're talking about soft serve or hard serve, whether you're going to an actual ice cream store or you're buying it in the grocery store, I have to say there's like a in-grocery store ice cream renaissance happening right now. You can buy any type of ice cream that you want, anywhere from Halo Top to the most decadent Ben and & Jerry's and so much in between. Like, shout out to Jenny's Ice Cream from the Midwest. Shout out to Stonyfield and Yasso for giving me that Greek yogurt, uh, frozen yogurt stuff. Ice cream is everywhere. Have some frozen sweet treats. Welcome to the mid-roll. I got you mint chocolate chip cookie, but it's vegan, so you can eat it. Firstly, welcome to everyone who's joined the Patreon in the last week, Alex A., Maria, Emily, William, and Justin. It is an incredible joy that our full-time jobs involve playing Dungeons & Dragons, and we can only do that because of our patrons. I know I kind of went off and accidentally made Join the Party into a weekly podcast there for a while, but you guys all had our back, and I really, really appreciate that. You make room in your budgets, and it's really sweet. So if you want to support Join the Party, get access to all kinds of excellent bonus content and join the best place on the internet, our patron-only Discord. You can do that for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash pod. 
Hey, have you checked out the other shows that are part of the Multitude Collective? I think you'd really like Exolore. I know that you love world building, but have you ever wondered what life would be like on a planet that's different from our own? Or how writers, not just DMs, create your favorite fictional worlds? Well, astrophysicist slash folklorist Moya McTeer explores fictional worlds by building them with a panel of expert guests, interviewing professional world builders, or reviewing the merits of worlds that have already been built. You'll learn, you'll laugh, you'll gain an appreciation for how special our planet really is and how weird it will be to live on a different planet. Moya's also, like, the smartest goddamn person I know, so you need to listen to this show. Subscribe today by searching Exolore in your podcast app or go to exolorepod.com. We are sponsored this week by HelloFresh. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. Enjoy a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals of the day, including every snack and special treat in between with the HelloFresh market. I just made the sweet chili roasted veggie bowls, which had a chili mayo that I'm definitely going to use again, and I wouldn't have known about it if I had not done it in my HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash join the party 14 and use code join the party 14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash join the party 1414 and use code join the party 1414 up to 1414 free meals plus free shipping. We are also sponsored by Memory Lane, a new fiction podcast from Realm. From the writer behind the hit series Pretty Little Liars, hell yeah, comes a psychological thriller, hell yeah, about mothers, daughters, and the dangers of memory. Fuck yeah. Alex Bryant has questions that only her mother Cassie can answer. So when Cassie suggests they both participate in a study on implanted memories, Alex believes she'll finally learn who her father is and why her mother insists on keeping his identity a secret. If you or a teen or a young adult in your life are fans of Pretty Little Liars, Inception, or Black Mirror, this show is perfect for you. Marathon all eight episodes of season one right now and season two is coming later this summer listen to memory lane available wherever you get your podcasts and finally this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, a secure online counseling service i talked to the bone witch and she said i can do this because she was in the live show so it's fine they connect you with licensed counselors through their secure app letting you message with your therapist and schedule live phone and video sessions no matter where you are in the world, you can find a counselor with a speciality that you need. And because BetterHelp wants you to find the best therapeutic match possible, it is easy and free to switch counselors if need be. Listen, the world is pretty tough right now, and there's never an easier time to find a therapist. So use BetterHelp if you need to talk to someone. You should. Best of all, you can get 10% off your first month of counseling at BetterHelp.com slash join the party. Better H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party for 10% off your first month. And now let's get back to the paper. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes later, people are, are milling around and uh, Archie, the VC guy from before, goes up to the front of everyone and says, oh, hey, can I just get everyone's attention, please? Can I get everyone's attention? Hi, Nice to meet you. I am Archie Valamont. I'm a senior partner here at Movable Type. And I just wanted to talk to all of you uh, 
give you a chance to introduce ourselves and here with the other senior partners as he gestures to the the, the tall white man and the, the short black woman. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to get a chance just to do a Q&A. I know that you've all been sending your questions in, and I'm really excited to tell you a little bit more about movable type. Now, I want everyone to roll initiative. What? Oh, oh boy, here we go. What? Three for you, girl. Nice. Oh, I did better than Julia, at least. I got five. <laughs> And I got a 26. I have plus seven to initiative. Right. You you have the feat where you get plus five to initiative. Holy right? shit. What is that feat? I do. Yeah. It's the alert feat, which means I can't be surprised and that hidden attackers don't get advantage on me. Yeah. June's back is over to the wall. You know? Yeah. 100%. I know it means like you can't be surprised, like physically surprised by anything. But I love <laughs> that in the corporate sense, it's like you're never surprised by the just like the brazenness of your colleagues in the absolute ineptitude that they have. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like the job of an assistant is largely about like outsourcing certainty and for the person you're assisting to be able to just be like, I don't know, figure it out and for you to never be on the back foot, you know. I love Wonderful. it. At this point, Archie gives an iPad to June. She's like, hey, can, can you just uh, moderate the Q&A questions for us? Which I, I guess I didn't know you were assigned to do, but could you just do that? It's fine. My I'm succeeding in my job if you don't notice me, so no problem. <laughs> Great, thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, so this is how initiative is going to work. The Q&A questions are going to happen at initiative 20, 15, and 10. And I'm going to tell you how that is going to work. But Amanda, you are going first. So remember, you can do any action while this is happening. So during the Q&A, all of your coworkers are focused on Archie running the Q&A. You were holding his iPad and you are going to do this moderation. So you can do anything that is in regular initiative. It's kind of like, this is your chance to make a move. What do you want to do? This is more like, we're using initiative as timing organization. I love that. That's so, This is brilliant, Eric. It's really cool. This is really fun. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say, well, Archie, first, why don't you introduce the team so we know who we're talking to? Uh, absolutely. Uh, hi, I am Archie Valamond. I've been working at Movable Type for 15 years. I am a senior partner, and uh, these are my colleagues here who are also senior partners, and we are very excited. Names? Uh, <laughs> and pronouns? <laughs> he ignores you and says, we are very excited to uh, talk to you a little bit about how our relationship uh, between movable type and average bear, how we can help each other uh, make media as good as possible and keep the content flowing. Did somebody ask a question along the lines of just like, you know, what is your interest in us? Like, why, why, why average bear? Something along those lines? Yeah, yeah. You, so you want to use your action to pick one specifically? I would like to distract them long enough to look at his iPad. That's perfect. I think that while he's talking, introducing himself okay. and like using a lot of corporate bullshit. Uh, synergies. You, and Right. And you're holding his iPad so yeah. you can uh, kind of root around in there. Uh, I guess that's an investigation check. Yeah. Because it's already unlocked. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What is it? Did What's you roll that? a nat 20? I did roll a nat 20. Oh, oh shit. My God. Jesus Christ. All right, Amanda. What do you want? June is going to search Archie's eye messages for the phrase average bear. Incredible. Okay. I'll give you all everything that I have written down. Are you ready? Oh, my God. Yeah. You check the eye messages. There's nothing there. This iPad is totally blank, has absolutely nothing on it. However, 
I will say that as you realize that there's nothing there, you f- just flip over to the calendar. There's also nothing there. No days. <laughs> no, no, like there are like no events. There's like no holidays turn on. Like there's absolutely nothing on this calendar. Here's the other thing is that you realize you've never seen Archie before and you've never seen the tall white man before and you've never seen the short black woman before as your desk is in front of Scott's, 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 Scott's <laughs> I call him Scott as power move, but it, I realize his name is Scott. His name is Scott's. Y- your desk is right in front of Scott's office. And like, you've never seen these people. You have seen people from movable type come through, but like also different people. And they all say that they're senior partners. It's like a character creator. Someone's been like flipping through, <laughs> like they've made sense. Randomized, randomized. Yeah. Randomizing yeah. people who are coming through. The other thing that you do is, well, as you realize there's nothing there, you go on Safari and you just look up movable type and you like you see everyone's names. And there's like a lot of people that work at this VC company, a lot more than you would have thought work at a VC company. I did a lot of, re- Eric did a lot of research on VC companies. Tons of people work there and I yeah. have no idea what their jobs are because yeah. they also like don't have traditional like employee titles. Yeah. It's very bonkers. And you realize that the CEO, president and founder's name is John Press. Interesting. As you're looking through the website, you see Archie is on there. The short black woman's name is Andrea Coleman. The tall uh, white man's name is uh, Seth Polgreen. And uh, that's just a Buffy character. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you you see all of them on the bio page. You also see uh, there is a photo of John Press. You know, it's a another white guy in his late 40s, kind of like scruffy, manicured, five o'clock shadow, intentionally scruffy for the photo that's going to get taken. Uh, his uh, white shirt is open to the second button, uh, and he is smiling blithely at the camera in his photo. That's how you know he's casual. The more buttons, yeah, the casual. more casual. That is everything you are going to, I, I can give you on your action, and that is quite a lot, my friend. No, I, I believe you. Yeah. It is now initiative 20, and I would love it if one of you rolled 1d4. I got it. Now, here is what 1d4 is going to be. You are going to inhabit the question itself. And I have a mechanic about this, but Julia is one, Brandon is two, Amanda is three, and I am four. Well, I did roll a one, so I guess I'm going. Yay. So, Julia, Julia, what question is going to be asked in this particular Q&A? Um... I liked Amanda's, which is, what interest does movable type have in a company like Average Bear? Great. Uh, now, I'm going to make an opposed charisma check against June to see uh, how softened this question is for Archie. I got a 17. I rolled a six. So um, how pointed do you want this particular question to be as you read this question out loud? Julia, tell me what you think, but I think... Giving them a kind of softball will, like, keep them sort of, like, loose and not looking out for future guineas, you know? Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Okay, so let's go with super casual. I would love for them to think that this is just kind of like a getting-to-know-you question and people don't actually care. Absolutely. So you read the first question. Um, Our first question comes from Accounts Receivables, What Up AR, and it says... (laughs) What drew you to Average Bear? I think I recognize that from one of Rose's dating profile uh, seating listicles. Good job. <laughs> Keeping it all in-house, you know? <laughs> from the audience. And Archie says, uh, yeah, no, that's a great question. We definitely want to make sure that we are diversifying in all of the different 
fields out there. We want to make sure that uh, movable type has all of their fingers in all different pies. And we know that Average Bear is the uh, best media company out there for getting hard-hitting news uh, and interesting profiles, as well as, you know, fun things for people to share with their friends. And, uh, you know, we've been investing in space travel uh, all the way to uh, making the best cup of coffee. And, you know, media is right in the middle there. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely right in the middle of coffee and space mm-hmm. travel. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. Okay, so this is now initiative count 15. This is question two. Brandon, roll 1d4. Now, I am taking Julia's spot. So one and four is Eric, two is Brandon, three is Amanda. Well, your boy got a one. All right. So, Amanda, now let's do our charisma check once again. I get advantage because it's my question. I got 17 again. All right. Um, someone from the content creation side uh, wants to know uh, if there are going to be any major changes happening in the next few weeks. And because you won the charisma roll, uh, say it however you so, you so choose. Uh, hey, Javier. Um, I work I work in content. Uh, <laughs> I like how you had questions on the iPad, but you're like, let's get one from the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, Javier. I'm calling on the people who submitted the questions so that we can get people asking the questions, but I am vetting the subject. The oh, yeah. Like, fear is just going across Archie's face. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought we were going to read the questions. Oh, God. Uh, hey, Javier. I work in content. Um, we, we've been, uh, you know, we work in media. We've uh, we've been burned before. Um, are, are there any uh, major changes that you guys have planned that'll impact our day-to-day uh, at Average Bear? Yeah, like the coffee maker. You hear from the back. <laughs> we will definitely, we will definitely get you a better coffee maker. That was definitely our first major Hell changes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, listen, uh, we're we're doing a full evaluation of uh, everything happening in the business. But you know, we don't have my. It's something that we need to take one step at a time, make sure that we are doing the best thing for uh, for movable type and for average bear equally. Uh, but I think that people will get will get notice, uh, and we'll, this will be a collaborative. This is going to be a collaborative decision between uh, lots of different partners, and I think that uh, if this is, it's all going to turn out what's best for ev- for everyone and to make sure that uh, we're all working 100% together in our best capacity. Okay, so team, a little table talk here. We're not going to get shit out of this Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is initiative count 10. Uh, Julia then gets one back, so Julia one, Brandon two, Amanda three. I am four. Amanda, roll that D4 for me. Got a four. Oh, this one's for me again. Thank Damn you. It. <laughs> um, Damn it. Uh, this is a question about uh, now that a VC has dumped a ton of money into the company, can we get better bennies, <laughs> like uh, gym memberships and stuff? Seven. Ooh, I rolled a 15. So that is explicitly the question. It's like question from Steve in accounting. Uh, are we going to get more bennies? I really want to make sure that uh, you guys are paying for my gym membership and stuff. Steve gets a text after he asked that question from Todd that says, uh, please don't abbreviate the word benefits when you're speaking to our uh, managers. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and Steve says, who's this? This is Todd. This is your boss. How do you, where did you get my number? This is Todd. This is your boss. It's <laughs> <laughs> my job to have your number. Literally. <laughs> Terrifying. Archie says, oh, absolutely. Perfect. Uh, we are definitely going to make that a priority. We know that fitness is really important to the average bear family, and we are going to start subsidizing people's gym memberships as long as it is, it is win, uh, within our Manhattan neighborhood. And in the Q&A, kind of like there's a lot, bunch of like, yeah, more 
absolutely nothing answers from Archie as there are more just like... Are we only doing one round of the Q&A? Yes, we are only doing oh, one round of the fuck. Q&A. But however, because we are in the initiative order, it is now... The, the Q&A is still going, but this is after like the trap questions. Trap as in the initiative count questions. So it is now uh, Brandon's turn. Todd, what do you want to do? Julia, I got you. Don't even worry. Todd's going to stand up, of course, and look directly at the VCs in the eyes, each one by one, with the Todd stare. And he's going to cast Zone of Truth. Fuck yeah, that was what <gasps> I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. my god. Oh, hell yeah. I love it. Incredible. It's not as good as we hope, though, because it does say that an affected creature is aware of the spell and thus can avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond with a lie. Such a creature can be evasive in his answers as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. I love compelled truth. That should be a spell. Yeah. Okay, do I make a charisma saving throw? Until a spell ends, a creature that enters the spell area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving tr- throw. Okay, I'm going to do that now so that if you ask any other questions to Archie uh, and the other senior partners, then they'll know. Yeah, and I know whether each creature succeeds or fails. Okay, I'm going to do all the senior partners together, if you don't mind. Yeah. And uh, they get a plus three because they're uh, tricksy bastards. Oh, cool. They're also going to subtract five from it, though. Fuck oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. With cutting words? Yeah, with cutting words, baby. What does that look like when you do cutting words? I don't even think it's words this time. I think that Rose just kind of looks at them and is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. All right. Well, I rolled a 10 minus five is five. So I fail. So uh, I am within the zone of truth. You had to beat the 13. So yeah, that is five is definitely below 13. Absolutely. So I think that as your action, you can't ask like a question question, but you still have like a free action. Do whatever you'd like. Uh, Nope. I'm good. Todd looks at them with daggers in his eyes and doesn't sit down. (laughs) <laughs> terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. He just says, hello, hello, my name is Todd. Thank you for doing this Q&A. This is a privilege to hear and talk from you. Just quietly to himself as they're talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and now it is Julia's turn. Julia, what does Rose do? Uh, Rose is going to ask a question, I guess, of these fine folks up there. Okay. You hear someone from the back of the room go, Rose, 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 Rose. <laughs> I think Rose is going to stand up and... I feel like I should have described Rose earlier, but Rose has, like, the energy and appearance of that one picture of Adele where she's holding all of the Grammys and laughing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She has, like, a presence to her, you know? And she's got that, like, strawberry blonde hair and stuff. Anyway. Incredible. I think she, like, stands up to, like, her full height in heels and is like, yeah, hi, I have a question. So I've been a part of a lot of media companies before and people have like come in with their VC money and stuff and it's really good for like a little bit and then they usually end up like breaking us down and selling us for parts and then we all lose our jobs and that's not fun. That's not super fun Ooh, for me. It's so, not. It's not. It's not fun. It's not good. So I'm just, I kind of just want the promise from you guys today here in this room that you promise you're not going to do that to us. And Todd yeah. stares at them. Yeah. <laughs> Big <laughs> smile. Like, <laughs> Why doesn't everyone make a perception check? 18. Yeah. 14. Uh, your boy got 23. Hell yeah, Incredible. Todd. Whoa. I think all of you, uh, including June, because this is uh, June's thing, all of you see... Uh, standing over to the side, uh, Scotts and Carlisle are looking at each other like nervously. 
<laughs> just like, why is this? This was a bad idea. Why did we think alcohol would be better? <laughs> Make a charisma roll for me. Okay. Uh, however, if you want to add a skill, I don't know which one, how pointed, or or if this is intimidation, but uh, make a charisma roll for me. I'll go persuasion. Does that yeah. feel good? Can I cast guidance on? Oh, but you don't need to. I rolled a 16 plus 7. <laughs> yeah. For 23. Great. They look unflappable. The uh, senior partners are like, they do like an awkward laugh and they look at everyone and says, we have no intention of turning Average Bear into a car that is sold for parts. That's not what I asked. The car always run, is still runs and will continue to run forward. It is our job. We are like the mechanics of the car. It's our job to make sure that the car is running as best as possible and will, you know, has great gas mileage for what needs to happen in the future and to make sure that we can up our, uh, and to make sure that we can do the best that we can and we can continue our superhero coverage and, uh, you know, like every, the stuff that Tegan Murphy has been doing and then like they kind of like look around and everyone looks around and Tegan is still not there. Uh, and I think that we, we're the mechanics of this car and we will make sure that the car goes in the way that the car should drive best. That was nothing. I love purple prose. Can I have a real answer, please? <laughs> yeah. There will be plenty of time in the coming with you. We will set up meetings for for everyone here. Uh, I think that, you know, that is actually, uh, we actually get uh, off to another meeting. But it was so wonderful to talk to all of you. And, uh, you know, the bar is open for another two hours. This is great. Have a good time. Remember, it's all on us. There will be mozzarella sticks coming around. Um, when, uh, you know, we will see you all. Uh, we'll see you all tomorrow, bright and early on Monday, but not too early. Don't worry, you guys. Uh, we're not starting work until 1030. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you all later. And uh, people tepidly clap. They're not really sure what how is just ending. And I think that the, the VC people kind of like back away quickly as uh, and like receive uh, the CEO and the CFO, Scott and Carlisle, and they kind of walk out towards like the patio, which you can like exit to a different block. These fuckers are definitely robots, right? Like that's what's happening. Like either that or a hive mind, it's gotta be one of those. <laughs> um, did you hear if the, if the other two VC partners actually made a sound when they all laughed? I was trying, but I couldn't tell. Ooh, <laughs> wait, can I do a thing? Before they leave. Sure. I think Rose is going to like not run up to them, but you know, like gently saunter up to them and be like, I appreciate you like really taking my question with some poise and grace. And like, I really appreciate it. And Rose just kind of goes <laughs> and then casts hideous laughter on one of them, Seth, not Archie, Smart. to see if he starts laughing. All right. Uh, what do I have to do for that? Incredible. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh, buddy, I rolled a six. Okay, no, so no. what happens with Tasha's hideous laughter? A creature of your choice that you see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell is in effect. The target must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, become incapacitated, or unable to stand for the duration. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do I take damage? No. Okay. You're just, you're just incapacitated. So like, if this was combat, this person would be unable to fight. Sure, sure. Um, that's really interesting. Make a perception check for me. 
I got a 12. Okay. I think you laugh, and then Seth goes, ha, 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 ha. And the other two look very confused and, like, look at him. And, and Archie's like, absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us that question. Uh, it seems like Seth really enjoyed that. So we are going to jump. We just have a <laughs> moment. We're going to. We gotta uh, make sure that we're not late to our next meeting. And Seth is still like, ha ha! <laughs> as the, the other people in the group like pull Seth away, as he as he just keeps laughing. He just keeps laughing. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Rose just goes. He makes noise <laughs> on his own. That's really good to know. Great. I think I want to look over at Carlisle and Scotts and cast detect thoughts. Sure. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like a way to make this, you know, not like psychic <laughs> fake. Yeah. I think that you've spent enough time with these two guys being a middle manager and listening to their platitudes. They're like, I think you have a pretty good sense of who they are. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to make a wisdom check. But if you fail, I kind of want to learn uh, like your emotional states. Like, do they seem worried? Are they like looking if they're trying to like deceive us? Sure. Let me, yeah. Let me roll on that. Cool, I rolled a four. Uh, so let me <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, I think that they weren't. They uh, thought that this was going to be pretty straightforward. They were going to say they're like, yeah, we gave them information, and but they weren't expecting uh, June to be a moderator and this to kind of go up in, in flames in front of them. They were not ready for uh, someone to answer that question. I think they they look more worried that it seems like the VC people did not have their their shit together than everything than anything else. So they, they don't seem like they're worried that they are deceiving their employees. They're just worried that, like, this went poorly. Um, no, I don't think that that's, that's not on their minds. They are thinking about how this meeting, how this Q&A and this thing that was supposed to happen, people enjoying themselves on the Sunday on, on the VC's dime, blew up in their faces. They're just like, I thought that these guys were slick VC people. What happened? What happened? Mm. Like, this is, this, is, this is wild. I think is the main thing on their like surface level is what they're thinking about. Maybe they're worried that they made a mistake in VC yeah. company. Yeah. Maybe in this specific one. I don't think they're like worried like, oh man, what if these guys do fire all these people? Yeah. I think they just don't give a fuck. So yeah. Like, is this the best exit package they could have gotten? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, are they going to have bad PR when shit goes down? You know? Yeah. I think, June is going to make eye contact with Rose and Todd and sort of hand signal like two minutes at the bar to meet up and, and share notes. Um, June what? Two minutes, Todd, <laughs> at the bar, okay? Two minutes at the bar, I hear it, understood. Okay. <laughs> and she's going to walk over to Scott's and pull him aside for a sec. Yeah, I think that they're all trying to, like, get out onto that porch area, and you can kind of grab him right before they're kind of, like, exiting the area. Be like, June, I really just need to take this meeting really quickly. Do you have something pressing? Is this pressing? I actually still have Archie's iPad. Archie! And I'm going to kind of, like, put up my hand and go on over to return the iPad to Archie. Um, and I would love to steal his phone as I give him back his iPad. Okay, uh, make a sleight of hand check. And, uh, hey, hey, sweetheart. Wink. And a bardic inspiration to that. Okay, so 15 plus 4 is a 19, plus 2 is a 21. How many bardic inspirations do you that have? That was my last one. Oh, got it. A. Hey, bards are scary. 21? <laughs> 21. Here's the thing. I'm going to give this to you for free because you rolled so well. Archie doesn't have a phone. What the fuck? 
fuck? <laughs> you like deftly give him back the iPad and with your other I hand, mean, gonna... you like touch him like on the pocket to figure out where where it is. And like, there's nothing in Archie's pockets. Eric, that is the most chilling thing you've ever said in D&D. <laughs> there's fucking nothing in his pocket. So that I'll give that one to you for free because you rolled so well. You like just deftly did it. No one noticed. You can still do something, but Archie doesn't have anything in his pockets. No phone, no wallet, no keys. Do I notice on any of them the scent of any hotel products? Because <laughs> I feel like part of my job is putting guests in local hotels so they can, you know, commute easily to the office. And you've gone to each of those hotels and you've sniffed all of the products? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little too much. I'll give this to you instead. Archie says, oh, thank you. I would have forgotten this. You know, let's take this meeting back at back at the office. I actually, I forgot my, I must have forgotten, uh... My wallet back at the office. Let's let's do that. The three of them and and Scott says, yeah, absolutely. Uh, June, I don't have time. I we're, I have you can just just grab me later, uh, please. Okay, uh, I'll meet you in the office. Yeah, um, just like I, I need to take. I have to take this. We have to strategize. You know, just just talk to. You, you have the rest of the day off. Just just talk to me tomorrow. Sleep in. Uh, we all we're all coming in at ten thirty. You and me, ten a.m. I'll get the good egg sandwiches. Okay. Okay. Uh, fine. Okay. So, uh, the group of five of them go, are heading back to Average Bear. I'll give you that instead. All right. I'll head back inside and meet these guys at the bar. Okay. So, did anyone else notice how they were, like, one, super up Tegan's butt, but also were only really interested in our writing about superheroes? Hello, Rose and Jane. Thank you for inviting me to this conversation. I thought that was also weird. Todd, catch up. Good. <laughs> um... Not to literally give anybody nightmares, but there was literally nothing in Archie's pocket. I was just trying to obviously clone his SIM card. I mean, not obviously, but like, you know, <laughs> deftly. But guys, there was literally nothing in his pocket. No you mean like phone. besides his phone? No, no phone, no what? wallet, no key, no what? hotel key, <laughs> fucking nothing. I am chilled to the <laughs> bone. And then I order more shots. Incredible. That is very weird. Normally people have keys, phones, and wallets. Last week, I was just kind of like, oh, maybe this deal is, like, not great or it's, like, a new kind of thing. I'm like, maybe the CEO is going to step down, whatever. But, like, I am I am updating my resume in my head literally right now. What if they're, like, all robots? That is a very valid possibility. They super could be robots. I mean, they have, what, like, smart cars and rockets. And, I mean, why not robot? Why not robot? Dr. Morrow up in Lake Town City's got robots, apparently. <laughs> June, I would like to propose a proposition to you. It's not, it's not weird. Uh, Todd, we talked about redundancy. <laughs> what? I know we are normally enemies in the office because we have the same goals, but I think... We're, we're frenemies, Todd, and we drive each other forward. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, in this instance, I think we have the same goal. So I think we yeah. uh, put, put the uh, competition behind us, and um, I think we work together to oust these uh, VCs who, uh, who are both... Uh, are gonna are gonna screw us over? I think they're gonna take our jobs. Let's go screw them first. Yeah, like I want to cover my own ass and my own job, um, and this is literally the closest to power I'm going to get. Um, but this is also the last bastion of journalism for millennials, so I'm not gonna see it sold off for parts. Yes, I am also a millennial. The New York. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Ty. At the turn of the century, he means the turn of the century. <laughs> The New York Times goes, hey, stop it. <laughs> uh, Rose, your phone pings again, and you get another email. Uh, this one is is once again from rumors at the Daily Bugle online. They're like, whoa, 
I heard something real wild just went down with your place. Let me know if something strange just happened. You can hit me up. If you show me yours, I'll show you mine. And I've already shown you mine. I'm Josie Mocktail. Josie Mocktail? <laughs> Josie Mocktail. <laughs> All right, Mocktail. Maybe we'll meet up for a drink. Great. I'll be the one with the, uh, I'll be the, one with the hat that says news on it. That's tacky. God, we should have recorded this. These these movements that we all have are just fucking. <laughs> We're all really doing the handwork, taking cues from Tuna. Yeah. So yeah, I think that it's about like three something. Tegan is still not there. Do you guys want to do anything particular, or do you just kind of want to like do your regular human stuff and just like you go to the party and then you it's Sunday, so you do your laundry and whatever. I want to follow these people back to the office and spy on them. Sure. And I think I want to see if we can maybe text Tegan and be like. Yo, this is a sketch. You want to come help kind of thing? Sure. But Todd would never say yo, so I don't know. I want to meet up with Mocktail because that is a big lead that I have now. Mocktail responds. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I just like, I would love if you could like promise to go on the record about what's happening at Average Bear <laughs> with me. Yeah, like, I can't that do that, cool. sweetheart, but we can talk. Oh, uh, well, I guess I'm going to be drinking my martinis alone in my cool newspaper hat. Is it a... Hat made of made of newspaper, or is it a newspaper hat? <laughs> no, it's a hat that says new that has new a little news hat. <laughs> um, just table talk. Julie, do you want to like look at the rest of the bar of the hotel? Like, are they here? That might be an interesting thing. Can I roll like investigation or perception to see if this person who is messaging me, like, I send them a bunch of messages and then I see if anyone's phone like pings a bunch? Sure, I think that's perception. Okay, but yeah. Uh, I got a 14 plus four for an 18. Yeah, sitting in the chair that Carlisle used to sit in is, um, you know, modern dandies. (laughs) (laughs) I do. There is a white dude just dressed in so much tweed and it is so hot and he should not be wearing so much tweed and has a like a fancy hat that says news in it on the stuck into the brim. And he's sipping a martini with, like, five cocktail onions in it. Oh, Oh, she just stomps over there, and she goes, all right, Peter Parker, (laughs) listen up. (laughs) No, I'm Jonesy Mocktail. I'm going to, yep, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, m'lady. Please don't do that. I can't. It's my affectation. I can't. (laughs) What do you need to know from me? You've been here the whole time with this this Q&A. Oh, sure, I recorded everything on my phone, and it's... Legally, pre- I'm sure. Legally, I'm sure. Uh, New York New York State in 2020X is a uh, re- more reporter-friendly, so I can just record it. Uh, but I do need someone to go on the record and uh, from Average Bear and to really speak to what's been going on. And why does that have to be me? It doesn't have to be you. It could be any prominent average bear writer, as it might say in the article that I'm excited to write later. <laughs> and what, you couldn't get Tegan Murphy? Well, it doesn't seem like Tegan Murphy's anywhere here, so you're no, the No, apparently o- there was a cow that was blocking the train. Mm, I'll have to look. I'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. And he, he takes out a, a big, like a news. <laughs> he takes out a typewriter. Yeah, he takes out a typewriter and puts it, puts it on the table <laughs> yeah. and goes, "Where is the cow? Is the cow guy? <laughs> uh, who's gonna spot the cow? Click clack, click wow. clack. Brandon, put in those click clacks that I really need. Yeah, I I think that uh, Julia just to let you know that like Jonesy doesn't have anything. Jonesy just is like has crashed this party just to like see if someone will talk to him. Boring. Hate that. 
really should have asked Todd. Todd's all about the strategic advantages he can, he can get. Well, I don't like this guy, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to feed him false information. <laughs> Great. Incredible. I'm going to make it so that when he publishes this article, it's just immediately like everyone dismisses it because clearly none of this is real. Got it. Wonderful. You tell him that the VCs are robots. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then he'll be right later. <laughs> the VCs are robots, you say? Well, I'll put that into my article. Clap, 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 clap. Like, I give him the name of all the executives, but they're all slightly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, Schmarlyle, Schmarlyle. Andrea Coldman. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to text Tegan. Um, Party disbanding. Um, SOS, these VC people asked about you specifically. Um, tried to like out you as not being there and are definitely in Scott's office right now talking about something very nefarious about the future of our company. I think the only person who could crash that meeting and get some answers is you. I think they are literally robots. Tell them about the superheroes and how they're super into superheroes. <laughs> All they seem to care about is superheroes and superhero report. Not they don't care about you, but you know what I mean. And like, don't tell them that I say hi, but like also kind of imply that I say hi. I will. I'm going to like use an emoji that you like to use. And I send like a yellow heart. Tegan says, oh, weird. Okay, I'll go check things out of the office. Also tell Rose I say hi. I roll emoji. I roll emoji. I'm going to do I roll emoji, crossed eyes emoji, kissing emoji. You, you get a text that says stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you guys can fall behind the uh, the group. Yeah, Todd has a warlock evocation that's called Mask of Many Faces, which means I can cast this guy's self at will without expending like, a self slot. Cool. But what's going to happen basically is that like as they're heading back to the office, Todd is really it really just means Todd is really good at blending in because he looks like everyone and no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as as they go back, like. If you were to look back, you would see Todd, like, shifting and popping up in one spot of the sidewalk next to someone else and then going back to the other one. And he's, like, shorter that time. And then he goes to another side of the sidewalk. And he's, like, now he's, like, looks, like, as if he's a janitor for some reason. In partial shadow, it's like his features are completely different. Yeah, exactly. I love the idea of you doing that. And it's, like, Todd just looks like such a nondescript person that, like, no one has just noticed Todd. And Todd's, like, I'm a master of disguise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do the security guards, like, ask you for your ID every day, and you're like, I've literally worked here for five years. <laughs> oh, no, they don't even notice me. I just walk past ah. them. And then once we get to the office, Todd can blend in with the white wall, or beige wall, so, sure. you know. Incredible. Social engineering is the best hacking. Todd has given me such a fantastic idea. Toonbug. Toonbug. Tell me if this is crazy, okay? What if I pretended to be Tegan? On the phone or, like, in person? In person. I have a jacket that's almost exactly like theirs, and I'm just, like, really good at kind of disguising myself and, like, making people think that I'm other people. Not a bad idea. I mean, I think it's worth a try. I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself. Great. So you're going to try to pretend you're Tegan? Did you, like, buy... You're going to try to pretend you're your ex-partner? That's not a fucking weird thing, Rose. Yep. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) All right, I love this. I, I think that we won't necessarily need to play this whole thing out. So let's everyone make stealth rolls, and then uh, we'll make an investigation roll afterwards. Amanda, is there something that June wants to do as you are walking up on these people? Yes, I would like to call the office number of the VC firm, mm-hmm. and because growth never sleeps, I think someone <laughs> does man it on the weekend. Sure. And after a little bit of like LinkedIn research, I realized that the 
office assistant at the firm who's like the second office assistant and therefore probably means that she's the one that works weekends. Sure. I recognize her from fandom because June's faction agent is Knights Collide fandom. That's incredible. She's big on Tumblr. Incredible. Shout out to Knights Collide, the fake YA series we invented for a live show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to call the number and try to use that shared interest to be like, Hey, oh my God, I just, I have this thing with voices. Did I meet you at, at CollideCon 2017? I'm, uh, and I'm going to say my, uh, my Tumblr name redacted for tape. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's incredible. How, uh, how are you? Are you also an assistant? Well, this is so wild. Yeah, no, I work at Average Bear and I would I love to get lunch with you sometime. I am in a bind. I completely spaced and did not sync my boss's calendar for next week, which starts in um, 10 hours from now. I want to make sure he doesn't miss any meetings with your guys next week. Mm-hmm. When when are they scheduled for? Wonderful. Perfect. Okay. Now, everyone makes stealth rolls to see if you can get away with this without either in person or electronically someone notice you. And then we'll do investigation rolls to figure out what you guys get. So I rolled an 18 plus one for stealth. Plus, I have this trait as a bard called Jack of All Trades, which allows me to add half of my proficiency bonus to any ability that I don't already have a proficiency bonus to. So I got Damn. a dirty 20. Oh, geez. That's, so for stealth, Brandon, what'd you get? Our bar's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know. Well, Chad says it's a bad day to be me, and I got an at oh, one. No. You got oh, okay. I did get a plus four for my guidance, but I don't think that matters. <laughs> Great. You know what happened? They painted the office over the weekend, so now your beige doesn't match the rest of the office it's beige. and not beige It's just now. like eggshell versus like yeah. platinum white or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a 16. Okay, wonderful. We'll come back to Brandon's nat one. Everyone make investigation checks. I got a 16. Uh, I got a 23. Nice. Uh, I got a 7 plus 10 for 17. 10? Yeah, I have a plus 10 to investigation. Damn. <laughs> Brandon, why weren't you investigating this whole time? <laughs> investigate more. I mean, there was nothing to investigate. Todd That's only true. investigates when people are try- people are directly trying to screw with him. Todd doesn't care about anybody else. Yeah, yeah. it's only if he can get ahead somehow. Okay, here's how this is going to work. One scene is going to happen simultaneously. So, Rose, you pull out your, your tear leather jacket and you walk in and you like cover your face and like, oh, oh, I'm Tegan Murphy. I work here. And uh, the security guards just kind of let you in. At the same time, June is on the phone with the assistant and the assistant says, oh, yeah, let me send over their schedule right away. That's totally fine. As you are walking in, Rose, one of the other like rent, like faceless middle managers grabs you and says, oh, Tegan, it's so great that you're here. Uh, you know, the uh, this is just coming up from uh, from the C-suite. They want to make sure that you, uh, they want to make sure that they're, they're setting up a meeting. Uh, they want to talk to you about uh, about your performance and how uh, how your articles have been doing. Can you just make sure to, get to be there at the uh, Grizzly Room at uh, 1030? All of the meeting uh, rooms are all named after bears. This is the grizzly room. Predictable. I love it. I like that. Yeah. And that's tomorrow morning. I'm Tegan. I'm Tegan Murphy. <laughs> uh, yeah. At tomorrow, uh, 1030 sharp. Uh, make sure to be there at the at the grizzly room. Of course. And that who is that meeting with? I don't have it on my calendar just yet. 
It's like, no, people are there trying to stay off their fight. Everyone's trying to stay off their phones. It's just with the higher ups, they want to talk to you about uh, the, the work you've been doing. With like Scott's or with the uh, the new VC firm or what? Oh, sorry. I don't know. This guy's name is also Todd, by the way. <laughs> this, yeah, this is also Todd. Simultaneously, like that's happening on one side of the page and the other side of the page. June is getting the calendar and there's like a two hour section of time for the grizzly room backed off that says important meeting. Do not contact. <laughs> so they're definitely trying to kidnap and or kill Tegan. Yeah. And they are super villains. Any other meetings after that during the week? There are some regular looking ones, but that's like the one that really that really stands out. Hmm. Oh, so there is also a meeting that is blocked off at the same time in the Kodiak room, but it's like in a different color. It's like also important. Do not contact. So there are these two simultaneous meetings happening. Two hours starting at 1030, one in the Grizzly room and one in the Kodiak room. Oh, girl, did you double book the conference rooms? Because I can cancel one of those for you really easy. Oh, no, say no. They well, actually they wanted both. I'm not I'm not really sure. I guess that they're splitting up and doing something. I don't know. Oh, is this like shared between the people who visited today? Yeah, yeah. I think there must be running two simultaneous meetings or something. I don't know. Cool. You've been a lifesaver. And like, please, my asks are open. Like, I would love to uh, get coffee with you. Right. I think at the same time, there's like a panel that the baseless manager being like, oh, well, you know, uh, you better get on your way. No one should be working on a Sunday. And like the manager leads fake Tegan Rose back towards the elevator. Well, you know what? Actually, I had a I had a quick, you know, check in meeting with Scott just now. So I'm going to run up there real quick and then I will clock out for the day. If you know what I mean, I'm Tegan Murphy. Oh, uh, well, you know, Scott's isn't taking any, is is kind of in a meeting right now, so I know that that's not on his oh, schedule. Oh, that's funny, because so. June told me I should just go right up and uh, interrupt, because he wanted me to talk to the VC folks that he's in a meeting with, and Carlisle Carlisle. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. They told me the, that he should keep you out, so... Me specifically? Who are you? That they shouldn't be disturbed at all, so I don't know. Well, you know, I usually, when it comes to Scott's schedule try to listen to June over, you know, everyone else. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's all I can say. Let me just give June a call say. real quick and she, <laughs> no, and she can know, confirm that for me. It, all right. That's oh, uh, okay. Can I just do either a persuasion or like an intimidation on this person? Sure. I'm yeah, Tegan do a persuasion. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to use my luck point because I did roll a two. Yeah, I'm lucky. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, uh, it's a 14 plus 7, so a 21. <laughs> I rolled a 22. God damn oh, it. But it's like, uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I didn't even see him. I didn't even see him up here. I'm sorry. Julia, unfortunately, that's all you're, you're going to get from up Boo. there. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go back to Todd's nat one on stealth. So, Todd. As Rose hustles up in their ex in their ex partner's clothing, and June pulls over to a coffee shop to get Wi-Fi and make this call, you are hustling behind the group of VC people in the C-suite, and uh, you see that they take a left instead of like going into the actual building. They take a left into the alley, which would go into a side door. And with a seventeen, you turn the corner, and. You see that the uh, the group of five are walking up to the side door. And then the three VC people, they're like walking forward and then like slowly starting from their feet going up. They just kind of like evaporate into pixels. 
No. Like knew it, it is slowly. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Like they're they were hold together from by ash. They just like the pixels kind of like go out into the air. Todd wonders to himself. Is this what they meant by the robots taking our jobs? I know. And Todd, <laughs> you say that loudly out loud <laughs> as, Carli- no. as Carlisle and Scott turn around and say, Todd? Uh. Todd, we didn't know you were behind here. And I, you know, Carlisle and I were just taking a moment to think about giving you a promotion. That that would be it. Yeah, Todd, we think you're doing such a good job that you would do an incredible job working at our Mumbai office. Oh, fuck. And uh, you would be wonderful, you know, really getting everything started and making sure that uh, we can keep expanding. Mm. Regional cross-platform. Yeah, regional. We uh, we want to make you the international head of cross-platform management. How does that sound? Sir, that is a very um, uh, generous offer that you're offering me right now, and I really appreciate this. But I, I really like to stay in here. I have a family and have kids, and uh, they play soccer on Wednesdays. I actually take soccer on Wednesdays. And well, really you know, Todd, wouldn't it be perfect if your kids could see the world with you as you're traveling to all of the satellite offices that we have all around there. Yeah, Todd, I think that would be wonderful for your family because, unfortunately, we are... Uh, I don't know if your role here in the in the New York office of Average Bear is going to uh, it might get subsumed in somewhere else, and I don't know if we have uh, an, an opportunity for uh, redundancies. We're trying to cut down on that. I don't know if your job here would still exist, but this international cross-platform job definitely does. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm gonna cast vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck on yeah, these bro. Folks. And uh, Todd's gonna say, "Thankfully, damage those bastards." Well, well I appreciate your your offers. You were, you were you've been very good to me as as uh, bosses and, and friends. But uh, unfortunately, I did see your most recent evaluations from uh, from the, from yourself evaluation from each other, and uh, I see that your uh, aptitude for uh, for growth has only been one one point five percent over the last previous year. My aptitude for growth has been four percent, and uh, I can I, mean, I might as well just take your job. So like, I can just take your job if, if I'm doing better than you. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. What, what do I do? What do I do? You have to succeed a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Hachimachi. Uh, I rolled a 14. Shit. I have a 13. No! <laughs> Damn it. Todd. It's like, all right, Todd. That's fine. I guess uh, we'll see you tomorrow. As uh, Scott's and Carlisle kind of just brush past you. And uh, go in through the uh, front door of the building. You know, we work on a news agency where I have no reporters. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to slack Rose and June real quick and say, like, BC's uh, not real. Pixels. Please report. Stop. Like it's, like it's a telegram. <laughs> Todd, we told you you don't have to put stop at the end. It is not 1800. Understood. Stop.
or if I should just go instead. I have an idea. Todd, Todd has an idea. Oh, what? I would. I think. I think instead of telling Tegan, I think that we three should go into the room and then we should live stream the results to the world and uh, get these. Get these. Uh, let, 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 me say, let me say this: jerks removed from the company. Anything you gotta do anything it takes to get ahead. I love it. Okay. No, that sounds great. Is there anything else you wanna do tonight or you you guys wanna fast forward the next day? Yeah, I think we can fast forward. I, you know what? I'm gonna give Todd mocktails information so that if Todd wants to be a little snitch now he can. Hmm. Sure. That's a great idea. Excellent. Because they called you pond scum, Todd, and only we call you pond scum. <laughs> That's true. You don't know that Carlisle called you pond scum. You don't know that. When it says from up here, it comes off as a different as a different thing than it comes from above. It's lovingly. Well, I would say lovingly, but it's, it's a different connotation than from someone above me. Todd called us up here, by the way. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to tell Tegan, never mind, get some sleep. Shit's going to go down tomorrow. We'll meet you in the office at 11. Nice. Okay. And then um, I'm going to be there at 9.45 with burritos, waiting for Scott's Fuck yeah. sitting in his chair. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. The only thing that Todd wants to do in the evening is he feels very stressed out, so he's going to take a very long bubble bath. <laughs> great. <laughs> and his wife and children don't interrupt him? No, his wife, they, they have a great relationship. His wife knows how to keep the children away when Todd has a stressful evening. <laughs> Brandon, I asked that only because I wasn't sure if they were real or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Todd has six kids, guys. Oh, wow. In yeah. the city, even. Okay, the next morning, 9 a.m., you all get emails that say, Hey! We're doing a morning meeting uh, at the 10.30 when everyone comes in. Make sure to put the password into your calendar so you can access the invite. And uh, the password is... Fluffernutter. Oh, and the password no, you're doing is, that thing. The password is summer fun, but the, the E in summer is a three. Oh, God. And uh, it ends in an exclamation point. They're going to fire all of us. Yeah. Uh, all three of you are invited to the Grizzly Room. The Grizzly Room? So was this invite to the whole company or just to us? To you three, okay. you all are get you all get an invite. You log on, you put the password into the invite, and you three have meetings in the Grizzly Room. Okay, well then I can't go as Tegan because if I'm yeah. gonna be in the Grizzly Room and Tegan's supposed to be in the Grizzly Room, I can't really be both of me. Yeah. No, totally. And I probably have the just like conference room booking calendar. Who mm. requested these meetings? Like, who's on the invites for each? Great question. You don't have this meeting on your calendar, you see, for I'm your work. literally chilled. Yeah. This is terrible. Mm. I'm going to have to go back on LinkedIn. This is bullshit. Mm. Mm. As you guys are coming in at around 10. I was trying to meet Scott's at 10. Does he show up? Yeah. Uh, Scott's doesn't show up. God damn it. Well... And I'm just going to pack up my desk into my purse. <laughs> <laughs> the whole HM wardrobe into the purse. Yeah. Closer to 1030 when they go into the conference room. Yeah. Uh, I assume it's one of the conference room was like glass walls, right? 
Uh, yeah, the funny thing about the, the conference room is that you can turn on cave mode, and that uh, which is it's glass, but then it becomes darkened glass. God, I love that. On. Okay, well, never mind then. There goes my thing. <laughs> so they've turned on cave mode, unfortunately. I hate that. Uh, you see that a bunch of your coworkers are then now like walking in, and some of them are going to the grizzly room, and other other than them are going to the Kodiak room. Oh, no. And Todd, everyone on your team is in there with the grizzly room. Rose, you see that Khaleesi Sanders is in there as well. June, you see that. Uh, Maisie Charlton Lee, who you didn't really talk to, but is also in there. Everyone's in the Grizzly. Yeah, there's like 30 people in the Grizzly room. And do I see who's walking down to the Kodiak room at all? It, like the rest of the company. Okay. Super gonna get fired, guys. Get ready. I'm going to message to the um, like Slack channel without our bosses in it. Everyone leave your personal sales emails. And start with mine. Sure. Smart. Good choice. Um, I'm going to turn to my team and say, Hello, team. Thank you for joining us in this meeting. This was uh, not a meeting that I I, I started, but uh, do not worry. I taught uh, your your manager, Todd, has your back, and uh, we will get through this together, whatever it means, and uh, we, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You're all very important to me, and I appreciate your work and the credit that I get for it. Rose fully weeps. <laughs> One of your subordinates says, Todd, you're so bad at being a boss. You're a terrible manager. Todd just gives him a, a quick little like pat on the back hug. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that at this point, Scott's Carlisle and uh, different people come in wearing like really crisp black uh, and navy suits. This is a different three people who you've never seen before and be like, hey, so... Listen, I really, Scott says, I really didn't want to have to do this. And this is the hardest thing that I have to do. Scott? As he, Todd? Scott? Todd? Scott? There will be opportunity for questions at the end. Scott? Yes, Todd. Todd stands up and gives him the dagger stare. And I'm going to cast a cause fear. On Scott's. So uh, <laughs> if he's getting fired, Scott's going to know the fear of death while he does it. Yeah, that's Incredible. fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. You see Scott's visibly start sweating through his through his button down. <laughs> like, yeah, this is, Liz, this is the hardest thing that I have to do as a CEO. But, you know, um, as as average bear has been has been growing it, we uh, sometimes we need to think of what's best for the long-term health of the company, <laughs> and we are unable to keep so many people uh, employed here, unfortunately. And, and it is my my job, sadly, to say that um, we're going to have to let all of you go. You'll get packages. Uh, you know, you get your severance packages. You get a uh, salary for every year you've worked here. You'll get one week of pay and. Uh, you know, um, we all appreciate the work that you've done here at Average Bear, and I'm sorry this is happening. You can take a moment to collect your things, and once again, uh, I'm I'm sorry. It's gonna suck to have to give Todd 150 weeks of severance pay. <laughs> yeah, three years worth of severance pay. Yeah. Drinks are on me at McSorley's. Scott, good luck ever getting dry cleaning again. <laughs> Scott, you Incredible. underestimate the power of middle management. You will never have any employees work for you ever again. Good luck finding any other job in this town. Goodbye. Yeah. As you're you're packing up your things, you see Tegan 
pushes all of their stuff on their desk into their backpack, puts it on, and while holding back tears, just kind of runs out of the building. I think Rose intercepts Tegan real quick and is just like, so, like, how is Lake Town City? Would you recommend it? <laughs> Rose? I have a girlfriend. Stop. I <laughs> just move there. Oh, my God. On, Relax. Guys, it would be really awkward when we start our own microblog if y'all are still having this tension. So come with us to McSorley's, Tegan. I, I, have to, I have to go. I'm sorry. And Tegan runs out of the building. And that's when Aggie gets a text saying, Hey, can I stay at your 